Welcome back to Give It Gas. Dylan sweating his butt off. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I got my <laughs> sweat. You're like here. glistening on your cheeks. I'm sorry, buddy. It is 3:30. It's the hottest part of the day. We're in the shop. We're not doing this with AC because we are champs, and we're not going to do it. Something like that. We got to do these in the mornings, yeah. early mornings. It's way too hot in here. Anywho. We didn't spend any time discussing like, Shoot hey, uh, yes, yesterday, what time do you want to get together tomorrow? Yeah, no. <laughs> it was and just kind of. I knew my morning was. We knew be we all it, jacked up. So. Yeah, we and knew it needed to happen. It's just when was it gonna happen? And you wanted this space to be able to record whenever. Here we are. We just need AC. Yeah, but we ain't doing it. You're, okay. Anyways, we're gonna jump right in today. It's gonna be a quick one. I always say that, but seriously, it is. Um, I was speaking with Matthew, my business part la- partner, last night, and um, for those who don't know, I'm not the business partner. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, with Shayla Tech, and uh, he shot me a, me- a message going, "I have somebody else that wants us to make parts." So, long story short, Shayla Tech, we have our front end retail stuff. Go check out our wallets, our slides, all that jazz. Yeah, and buddy. then on the back end, we've talked about this. We do a lot of we're going to say white label stuff. We manufacture stuff for people that they say that they manufacture and sell, um, which most people do. Like they either get it from China or whatever. Good for them that they're trying to get it from here from America. Um, for the past two months, we have been bombarded with products <laughs> left and right. You really emphasize that. <laughs> bombarded with business left and right that um, we just weren't prepared for, man. I mean, you've been along for the ride the whole time. Yeah. We weren't prepared. Um, it's like it's great to have all the it's business. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah, it's a lot. We weren't prepared. Um, and startups, for everyone listening, this is to those people that are like doing startups right now and small businesses or maybe like your, your middle-sized small business and you're going to the next level um, and you have opportunities facing you. We're in a random spot where this is not just um, – pipe dreams right of like oh we have this cool product that we really think we could take it to market we are staring at po's purchase orders for people that wonder what po is purchase orders of numbers that i never would have imagined except maybe for like four years from now (laughs) like really ramped up Um, we ran into some opportunities that are just absolutely um blowing my mind and for a while there we were stressed because we're like, we have all this business we want to run. We need more machines. Well, you need capital for machines to do blah, 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 right? And that is the worst part about business. And business, you live in a catch-22. Everyone knows this. And if you're not there yet, you're going to learn really fast. You have all these ideas that you could do if you just had money, right? So you have all these ideas that you could do if you have money. But to get the money, you have to do all these ideas. It's like a random thing that everyone's like, well, what if? And you and I actually had this discussion a few days ago. And you're like, well, I thought about this and this and this for the store. It was something like that. And I was like, welcome to my world, Dylan, where you see all the things you could do, but you're just not quite there yet. Yeah. Right? So we lived that with the store. Mm-hmm. I've lived that for the past few years. I see like what we could do with the store, where we could take it, the the amount of locations we could have, what they could look like inside, all that. And now that you've been around long enough, you're starting to see that. Well, Shalotech, Matthew's starting to see the same thing. 
look at what we could be doing if we just had the machines and all that stuff. And I've fallen into that trap recently. I've been out of that trap before. I fell back into it. And I want to do a PSA to everyone out there. That's the podcast for the day. Um, a PSA of don't let yourself fall into the trap of you'll end up like of getting stressed because you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I say all that because I had let's, to pause last night. Let's rephrase that because I've already got the title. You've already got the title? <laughs> I've already got the title. Don't lose focus of what your end goal is overall. Or what your original starting goal is. Don't lose focus yeah. of, don't lose focus of like your original starting point. That will always, like that goal is going to move. But what I, I, it was like nine o'clock at night, nine fifteen, when Matthew messaged me that. And I was walking Cooper and we're in like our new apartment complex and it was just kind of quiet. And I had a moment of like, I stressed and then I was like, wait a second. We had an original goal when Matthew and I started Chalo Tech. And that was generate enough money that we could w- both live full time off of it and be chill. Work a few weeks out of the month, if that, and just like let it ride and put our own products into the market. That was the end goal. And then all these opportunities start to come up and you're like, well, what if, what if we did this? What if we did this? How can we do this? Yeah, we can take this on. And all this stuff starts to pile on, right? And you, you turn into this, this individual of like, well, I got to take that job on. I can't let that person down. And I got to take that job on. I can't let that person down. Or like, we got to take this on because that could bring another million dollars this year. When our original goal was a couple hundred grand, right? And we would have been happy with just a couple hundred grand. And that's what I told him. I said, and I told mom this as well. And I know she'll listen to this. And we talked about this right before we left the store today because somebody else put their problem of like timelines on us at the store. Guy was like needing a dog tag and he needed it now. And mom and I have always been the type of people, her for the past eight years, me for the past four years, we just solve problems left and right. We solve everyone's problems the best we can. We're just fixers. Mm -hmm. And in business, you need to be a fixer. Like the people who solve problems are the people who get paid. With that said, I'm learning that that's not scalable, right? Her and I could solve that immediate issue, but what if it was just Zach in the store at the time or Zach and another employee? Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. They couldn't just make the dog tag on the spot. So I told mom, I was like, we're getting to that point where we're going to have to start figuring out this scaling and remember where we're at to get like where we wanted to be in the first place. And if we get there, then cool. Anything else is just a cherry on top. And how does that scale? And I told Matthew, I was like, we could have all the machines in the world, but then we'd run into an employee issue. We wouldn't have enough employees and then we wouldn't have enough space. And then I said, add all that in, we could have all of it and you'd still be having to turn people down because our work thankfully just speaks for itself. Right? So I told him, I was like, don't lose sight of where we, I was literally just on the phone with him outside talking about this before we came in here. I was like, do not lose sight of where the original goal was. The original goal was just, can we do this full time? You don't have to work anywhere else. That was the whole goal. For me, it was like, can I take some income to like supplement from the store and kind of bridge it together and just continue to grow? And then you see all these bigger things and do we want all those bigger things? Heck yeah, we're gonna run towards all of them as fast as we can. But there's a difference between working towards them and like 
running towards them and continuing to try to make progress and grow and build and be bigger. There's nothing wrong with being big, like building and being bigger. But what I'm learning is there's something wrong with being stressed that you're not there because you're always going to be stressed that you're not there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told him. I said, there's always going to be customers wanting us to do things. That's what I came to the realization for or with. And you know what? That's not our problem, but we're making it our problem because we can't, control it we can't fix it we can't handle it at the moment i said as long as we continue to treat people right and give people honest timelines about things and we meet those those deadlines i was like that is the best we can do and if people sign up for that that's on them great but then if they prematurely start putting pressure on us that's on them that's not our problem yeah our whole original goal was this one thing if we could do more hallelujah but you can't live life stressed. And that's what I'm really starting to learn over this past two weeks. I'm really trying to bring my stress level back down. And it's really easy to fall in that trap. You know, you've the past few weeks you've been stressed because you're like, I gotta do this and I gotta do this and I gotta do this and I gotta do this. This week's especially been that. (laughs) Yeah, and there's a few times that I've been like, bro, just take the day off. It's not worth it. And you're like, well, I gotta do this. And in my mind, like I wanna hit these goals, but at the same time I'm learning I need a swig. It's hot in here. Hold on. Damn, buddy. <laughs> I'm learning that it's. What did we talk about last time? You can't take any of it with you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't take you can't, materialistic you can't, things. You can't with take you. any of this with you. And you know what? I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll sit on my deathbed and say I wish I made a million more dollars. Yeah. That's not what I'll be thinking about when I die, and I need to bring that focus back in. Megan and I were talking, we're kind of jumping all over the place, but I don't think so. I think it kind of all hits the same thing. It all wraps. Megan and I, I don't know if I talked about this on another podcast, we made it like a family mission statement. Mm -hmm. Because Megan, and you brought this up to me before, but it was months ago. You're like, man, you guys have big dreams. Like Megan and I, I was talking to you about how she would love to have a farm and a restaurant and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I I finally told Megan, I said, listen, because I was getting it at the store, I was getting it at Shayla Tech, and I was getting it at home. I said, we can have big dreams. The problem is our bar keeps moving. So we're gonna continue to live, we we choose right now. You can continue to live your life. I was like, we can continue to live our life as a family unit of always being stressed out that we haven't hit this benchmark. Mm -hmm. Or we can set a benchmark that is attainable and be completely content that we're there. That doesn't mean we start working towards these other things, it just means we don't stress out that we're not already there. Mm-hmm. We don't stress out that we have, we don't have a hundred acre farm yet. Yeah. Because our original like goal was just this, but then I told her even more, I said, these cannot be monetary things. Because monetary things always fade. Yeah. Can't take it with you when you die, right? I was like, so what does it, like what really matters in life? And we took a few days, um, I was taking a business trip, and we were like, okay, we're just gonna think about it over the next few days while I'm gone. And we took a few days to process it and then we went kayaking. It was, was that Memorial Day weekend that just passed? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, and on the trip, cause it was like an hour to the water, we were talking about it and we created like a family mission statement of like, this is what we want our family unit to be. And if we accomplish this as a family, then everything else is just butter. But if we're here at this statement, we'll be happy. Yeah. And it was things like having a roof over our head, having food on the table, 
who we are as like biblical individuals, right? And how we treat people. It was like four community, like four things total. Um, but what that really does, and to sum this all up, because you can do this in your business, you can do this in your personal life, you can do this in family life and everything. When you have a benchmark, an actual attainable benchmark in your head of where you want to be, you can say no to things. Mm-hmm. And that's what all this matters. Yeah. Because if you continue to say yes, when it doesn't match what you want to do or what you need to do or where your mission is or where you're trying to go, you're just going to stress yourself out. Mm-hmm. But the minute you can start saying no to things, that's when that weight starts coming back off of you. And that's what really matters. That's all Megan. I was like, we can say no on things we like people we want to see and things we want to do and like areas we want to be in. In Shalo Tech, we can say no to like jobs we don't want to take because you know what? We really don't need that extra $50,000 right now. We'd love your business, right? We want to continue to grow, but we don't need it right now. So no, thank you. We'll let you know when we can't take it on and if it still makes sense for you, cool. And in the store, it's the same thing. You know, no, we can't handle that contract right now. And that's what I'm learning is saying no to things that it is ultimately going to stress you out and the money's not going to be there. And I don't want people to take this the wrong way of like, oh, you just get complacent. This is not a complacency thing. It's a stress thing. Because the more you stress, the worse in business you're going to be. The level-headed people that can control that emotion are the ones that are going to make those, what we talked about last podcast, smart financial decisions, not emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. Don't be chasing the money. Don't be chasing the jobs. Don't pull yourself back in. Learn to say no where you need to. Make those smart financial decisions. And your life will be so much freaking better. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's that saying? Um, I don't know if I talked about it on a podcast, but I just run across it. And it's like money's like a butterfly. Did we say that on the podcast? No. Have I ever said that to you? No. Nope. I think I said it to mom. I heard this thing and it was like, money's like a butterfly. The more you chase it, the more it goes away. The more you stand still and focus, next thing you know, that butterfly will come and land on you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's what it is on business. Stop chasing the money. Stop chasing the what ifs. Focus on your, like, get a goal and focus on that one goal. Don't let anything else distract you. When you crush that goal and you get, maybe then move the benchmark. But if you're adding benchmarks in before you even hit your original goal, you're mm-hmm. going to be stressed that you're never at that benchmark. Yeah. So, and then you need to do that. But give it gas as well. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is all, I mean, this is what this podcast, this is all like learning lessons that I am continuing to realize. And I think this is what makes people like the, the, the winners like win. They don't get wrapped up in all the small stuff. They continue to just like, that's what we're doing here. We're like working on the craft and we're not getting distracted. We are getting distracted sometimes. And then you, you pump the brakes and you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I think it's like the quicker we can pump those brakes and focus back on what, like what we were originally on, um, the better we'll be. So pick a goal, set the goal. Don't let anyone distract you from that goal. And when you hit that goal, then look at all the other opportunities. But if you're constantly moving that goal, you're constantly going to be stressed. And if you're constantly stressed, you're not going to make the right decisions. Your business is going to fail anyways. Yeah. That's what I, or you're going to make a bad name for yourself and your business is going to fail or Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
Don't lose focus on whatever goal you set. Originally. Yeah. It doesn't mean get complacent for all you people out here that may take it that way. Don't get complacent. We work our butts off. (laughs) (laughs) But there's a difference between that and um, chasing too many things at one time. You know, I'm almost kind of there with like doing all three of these at one time. Mm -hmm. This may not be the smartest move. And I may look back and go, that was very stupid. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, maybe I should just be focusing in on Shalo Tech or just focusing in on the store. No. What I'm rolling the dice on is that I have enough key people in place that those businesses will at least day to day continue to move, like move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then I can stand from like a macro point and steer the ships. Yeah. Cause they always say like, everyone's like, Oh, you know, successful people have, I think the number is like seven sources of income or something like crap. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of, so everyone's like, Oh, I got to diversify. I got to diversify, blah, blah, blah. What a lot of people forget to tell you is all those successful people had one thing first that worked really well. And then from there, they diversified they, out. Yeah. Right. Did everything else. Um, I maybe played that a little bit too short. And at the same time, I was, I'm was i also rolling the dice that they both feed each other and help each other continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Give It Gas, I'm hoping, feeds into it as well. So me, instead of like horizontally going into a bunch of different things, like there was one guy that opened up a gun shop in town and then also wanted to open a brewery. Like that doesn't fit. Like, what were you thinking? Mm-hmm. And of course he went out of business. Whereas at least like Shalotech's retail products fit into Millout's yeah. demographic. You could bring them and into Millout like, and they'd still sell. They do. We have, right? Yeah. And then like Give It Gas's demographic outside of the business side of things, at least the after hours side of things, feed that customer base as well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of is all like vertically, it's not vertically integrated. Vertically integrated would be like, like we make the packaging for something like product that's vertical integration, Mm -hmm. but it's, so it's horizontal integration, but it's all still, it sits under the same umbrella of the same customer base. If I can reach Joe blow, I could sell him all, all the stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and then I have like you that handles most of give it gas, gas stuff. I got mom that handles day to day stuff in the store. And I got Matthew that like keeps the machine, like, I'm going to say keeps the machines running, but that's the wrong phrase. He literally is the machine running. Like without Matthew, we wouldn't have Shalo Tech. I always joke with him like he could replace me, but I couldn't replace him. And that I need to get a life insurance policy on him because if he goes down, we're done. Um, And that's not a joke. I probably am going to do that at some point Um, because he's just he's good at what he does. Um, So I'm running a really tight risk of potentially failing because I'm doing all this at one time, but in my brain, it makes sense. We'll see if it pays off. Um, but don't be like me because I are, let me rephrase that. I already had my mom running the business like without me. I'm just there to kind of help cast vision. I handle some day to day things. I handle like the finance, like the financial side of things to a degree to take that weight off of her. But like day to day operations, she keeps that store running right now for us to continue like i don't have to be i am in the store almost every day but i don't have to be in the store almost every day Mm -hmm. and like what i do with shalo tech i don't have to be 
it takes a few hours. Like everything only takes technically a few hours of my time a day. So like I can fit it all into, whereas I think most people they'll go start a retail store and while they're starting a retail store without having somebody plugged in and like focusing on the actual growth. And that's different than an employee. My mom is focused on growth. It's a totally different thing. And Matthew is focused on growth and you are focused on growth. It's not somebody just plugging and playing and stuff. They'll start it and they'll be like, oh, this is cute. The grass is greener over here. Let me go do this too. And that is where you fail. So all that to say, don't lose sight of your original goal. Mm -hmm. Focus on one thing until that thing gets stable. And then once you hit that goal, then potentially. But the grass is always so much greener by the looks of it on the other side and it's really easy to get trapped up in that yeah and just like it loses brain focus like we were i i know there was some time where um and i want to do all the things i think we're going to do some videos of it as well like all the thought processes that you've like i want to change inside the store a mill out like your brain started going there but reflect on that for a moment and how many hours did your brain sit in that when it could have been sitting somewhere else mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that the problem is, is if you were solely trying to focus on one thing and generate revenue for one thing and you let your brain wander over there, how much is that killing you? Right. Of getting to your original goal. Mm -hmm. You don't have time for that. You kind of do. You're sitting in a different <laughs> position, but you're also like you collect a paycheck. If it was just you trying to do what you could to literally put food on your own table, it's a little bit different of a beast. Yeah. Anywho. Did I get the point across without jumping all over too much? Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. I appreciate you guys coming <laughs> in here and listening to us talk. I really do. The people that listen, like, you guys are the best. Leave a comment. Say hi. Um, we're going to go record a, another video. And then I'm bugging out of here early for the first time and going home to just cook my wife some dinner. I promised her I'd cook her dinner. And... Uh, I didn't think she was coming home till eight and then she canceled something and now she'll be home earlier and she was going to take back on dinner, but no, I'm just going to go home earlier and cook her dinner and we there have to go. unpack and all that jazz. So yeah. I'd like to say, I'm just going to go sit in the pool by five <laughs> o'clock, but that ain't going to happen. And by the time I could potentially sit in the pool, it's going to be storming. So, mm. but at least I won't be Wait, in the it's office. supposed to storm. I, there's some dark clouds growing out there. I don't know. Oh, you got the bike. I got the bike. <laughs> Yippee. That's all right. Yippee. Right. Right. You just got to roll out of here before the storm hits. Mm-hmm. We'll be good. Odds are in your favor. This all right. Take long. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> I said this would be a short one, and here we are at 23 minutes again. Woo! All right. Thanks, guys. We will catch you on the next one. Peace.